This episode of the Eggology Club podcast is sponsored by Dr. Amy Ivazadeh, a fertility doctor also known as the Egg Whisperer. Based in the Bay Area, Dr. Amy is a Harvard-educated, board-certified OBGYN, specializing in reproductive endocrinology and infertility. Guiding every step to your miracle, Dr. Amy can help bring hope to life. Call 1-925-277-0600. This is Eggology Podcast number one, titled Testing 123. Welcome to a new club, the Eggology Club. This podcast is redefining the modern day journey to parenthood. Meet your co-hosts and new BFFs, Riddell, Valerie, and Kara. We're sharing our unfiltered real life stories, and we hope you join the conversation too. Follow us at eggologyclub.com. Valerie, testing, one, two, three. Kara, testing, one, two, three. Riddell, testing, one, two, three. All right, girls, welcome. First Eggology Podcast. Woo! I'll just introduce everyone. I'm Valerie, founder of Experience.com and the connector of this fun group. We have Raydell, and I'm a blogger at RaydellAnnPeisler.com. I met Valerie online and Kara as well through Valerie. I'm so pumped to be here today. And I'm Kara. I work in sales in the software industry. And I met Raydell through Valerie, um, who found an interview I was featured in on a website and interviewed me for experience. That's right. And we're all egg freezers, girls. I know. Welcome to the Egg Club. Frozen. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We could come up with a lot of hashtags here. So why don't we start with our ages and um, just a quick, like, where you live. I mean, I know, Carrie, you kind of got into, like, what you do, but... Um, I'll go first, and then you guys can kind of follow along. So I'm 34 right now. I froze my eggs at 33 um, in 2015, and 17 were successfully frozen. I had about 22, 23 follicles during that whole period of time. I live in Chicago, and I work in the medical healthcare industry space. So fertility, women's health, cancer, all of that is in my history. And I feel so blessed because really, guys, this is what has led me to wanting to be this huge voice for women um, because I realized that my education through my career really um, taught me a lot about my personal life and us as women. I love that. And I am Raydell. I am 36 and I froze my eggs when I was 34. So hard to believe. Actually, this fall is going to be three years. Um, so when I was going through it, I felt so lonely and like odd girl out. Ditto. Right? So I started blogging and writing about my journey and I was cracking myself up because it was really <laughs> funny in my head. And then I realized there's this whole other community now because of it. One of the reasons I froze my eggs, divorced at 29, which mm. was, you know, bittersweet because it was, it led me to a wonderful journey of discovering myself. However, not fun in the moment. So there's just so much to talk about. And I'm just really grateful that you, Valerie, have created this online community through experience, connecting all of us. I feel like though, Dr. Amy was really the connector. Dr. Amy in San Francisco, she is such a social connector and it really got me started on finding other women because just like you, Riddell, I felt very lonely. I don't know, Kara, did you feel lonely? I was definitely the guinea pig of my friends doing it. Um, I had a lot of support, so I wasn't lonely 
It was just, I had no one to ask, oh, hey, what, what's this next step feel like? Mm-hmm. All that. And I also should say, Dr. Amy is known as the egg whisperer, and she came to D.C., and I, you know, just shot her a note and said, like, hey, can I come to your egg freezing party, right? And she's connected all of us now. And if I can give a shout-out to my sister, because she introduced me to egg freezing, she was a fertility nurse and sort of just whispered in my ear for four years how I should do it. So that's why I'm here. It took here. you four years? It took me four years to say yes, and I think it's so important. If wow. someone doesn't have a sister like I did, I would have never froze my eggs. Or had a career that made you learn about it because of your job. Right. Oh, yeah, and Raydell, what do you do for work and where do you live? Oh, okay, so for work, I work for a media company. Um, right now, I did a little bit of sales, and I do meeting and event planning. A little also, entrepreneur as well. Absolutely, you know. Love the startups. Yes. And then I live in Arlington, Virginia. Awesome. So my name is Kara, nicknamed Kegber. You're going to hear that being used interchangeably quite often. So feel free to refer to me either way. Um, it's just so you understand, last name is Egber, E, G is in George, B is in boy, E-R. My email in college was Kegber, Kegbeer. Obviously, the best college email ever. Avi. Ever. Ever. Avi. Avi. Total Avi. Hashtag Avi. I have been Kegber since 1998. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> and what? it's also my license plate. So if you That's see a car riding dirty, That's... it's Kegber. <laughs> um, so I'm a native Washingtonian, grew up in Fairfax, Virginia. Currently live in Arlington, uh, Virginia, not far from Raydell. And uh, my career has been in sales. I've worked uh, in the music industry at a record label, a brewery. Oh, Medical field doing liposuction. I currently accepted oh a job. Why didn't we get hookups? I know. What the hell? We're going to have to talk about they that. Don't, they don't need any of that. There's nothing to pull out. I recently accepted a job with Higher Logic. So shout out to Higher Logic. Uh, it's basically doing software sales. In my head, I was going to freeze by 36 no matter what. If I wasn't trying by 36, I was going to do it. I did go through a broken engagement at 36. Wow. Mm-hmm. So a few months after stopping my wedding, I decided to start my egg freezing journey. Yeah, I froze my eggs three times um, and got a total of sweet 16 frozen eggs. Oh, I love that. Really I love okay, that. so let's just talk about how Eggology Club came yes. into existence. So okay. I was coming Sorry. to... Uh, you know, Washington, D.C. area for work, which is awesome. Of course, I wanted to connect with you, Riddell, because you live here and I knew that. And then recently, I at that time, early February this year, 2017, I had just launched Kara's experience video. And I was like, oh, well, wait, you both live here. Why don't we connect you? And so we planned a dinner and we all got together and it was so much fun. But yeah. didn't it feel like our friendship, it, because of online, yes. we knew each other so well? Yes. It was already a, a sisterhood, mm-hmm. even without meeting. Agreed. It was a sisterhood. We'd walk the same path, gone down the same That's- journey. In all different ways, different reasons of going down that path. Right. Like, we all have different paths of how we got here and why we did what we did. And all are very important. However, it's like a bonding of knowing that we've taken, we sort of stepped out a little bit of tradition and really done something for ourselves. So I don't know about you guys, but that's really important to me. Agreed. And I just felt like our conversation flowed so nicely. Yeah. Like, it was... You're right. It was a sisterhood. We just clicked from the moment we said go. And, you know, it all started on the foundation that we want to be moms one day. And there's no one way to get to that 
end game of motherhood. There's many paths to get to motherhood. And with this podcast, we decided we want to explore different pathways of becoming moms. And being okay with, I'm not sure if I want to be a mom, but I still want options, right? Like having those options. I know when we were meeting, we were brainstorming all kinds of different ideas and some different names and all kinds of great stuff. We came up some good hashtags. I know, (laughs) but we wanted something to feel that it was a community, something that would really connect women in a way that felt authentic and meaningful, giving somebody a purpose besides maybe what they see elsewhere. Yeah, community is so important. That's part of the reason why I started experience.com is I wanted women to go to one place to get all their info and then they can relate to whatever girl was their similar story. Mm Because I think we do have similar stories, but we feel alone in the moment when we're going through it. And we're here to not only inspire, but to also educate. Educate. There you go again, Kara. Educate. And uh, speaking of hashtags, we love excited, all of those things. Excellent. Instead of EX, it's E-G-G. Avi. Avi. You know, and with your last name, it's kind of like you were born to that. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that until now. When I was coming over here and downstairs at the doorman, I was like, I'm coming to see, you know, Kara Egber. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't even think of that. And I am the person. How did I not think of that? I know. Sometimes... Oh, you're just good at so many things. This and Tinder tours. So many. <laughs> so many. Oh, so many things to talk about. So oh, many things. You're going to really hear in the next couple weeks and in the weeks to come, each of our personalities, what we're all about. I think we're really just, you know, down to earth, real girls. Like, and let's go around the room again, say all of our ages. So everyone knows. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm Valerie, 34. I'm Ray Dal, 36. And I'm Kara slash Kegber, 37. I'm going to be 35 this year, actually, ladies. We're only uh, in like two or three months. And Ray Dal's going to be yeah, 37. Oh, darn it. We keep aging. Really We're representing 1980, 1982 to the fullest. Shout out to 80s babies. We got to mention Beyonce because wasn't that yes. a connector for us all? Yes. I mean, I don't know who doesn't love Beyonce yeah. to start with, but I mean, I do have her birthday. Bay runs it. the world. Bay runs the world. She's at the top <laughs> of her game with music, you know, just dancing, singing, philanthropy. Come on, DJ. DJ, why don't you cue up some tunes? Oh, I got it. Oh, I got yeah, it. while we're doing that, when I was giving myself shots for eggs freezing, yeah. Girls Run the World, that oh, song, that's every time you talked about that yes. in our interview. And that was, you I would was play like, it? Yes, because oh, I yeah, just that's didn't awesome. like Oh, I, I so kind of did that too, but in a different way. I didn't necessarily play that particular song, but I was definitely <laughs> You're like, all dis- up to the well, I was like distracting <laughs> myself that I just had to like stick a needle in my stomach. That's hello. And shout out to Beyonce of having gone down the path of in vitro. Mm-hmm. And even you know having it not work, just still going pro down. IVF, pro exactly. fertility treatments, right. racing the stigma, Ra- making this the new normal. Yes, exactly. Anyway, Hashtag new normal. New normal. There's you not know, one there's way to get not there. One way, and not one thing will be normal. It's just anybody's path can is normal for them. So that's what I think we're here to do too: is really break down walls and make women feel better about embracing different ways to help because this is this was a help like I had to use technology to help me right and that's great but you know there's such a gender gap like if this was men's problem we wouldn't even think twice about it sorry I know it's so cliche to say that but as women you know a lot of times I don't know about you but I wasn't taught in schools I was only taught sex ed class in fifth grade not and told how not to get pregnant, not how our fertility declines after 35, and at 40, it's last chance, it's fourth quarter of the football game, and you're, praying for, yep, and you're praying for that Hail Mary, and that's why we see so many celebrities. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. this kind of mess up, too, the celebrity world girls? Like, mm-hmm. hate to touch on it for a moment, but... Uh, 
you know, like Janet Jackson having a baby at 50, what message does it send to everyone? Mm -hmm. That you just think that you can automatically do it. And I don't know about you guys, but I felt like I was supposed to be superwoman. That if I couldn't get pregnant at 40, that something was wrong with me. But no, this is natural decline, like Mm -hmm. you were saying. Like, that is natural. And no one really is taking the time to educate everyone. And because that's not happening, people um, who are going to need assistance are finding out sometimes too late to do anything about it, where they could have frozen eggs, frozen embryos, had a surrogate get involved beforehand instead of, oh, there's nothing we can do. And the money. Like, we're not financially planning for all of these expenses. We go and take that really great vacation or buy that expensive car, get breast implants, right? Like, we got to look good. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's just like, it's sort of just, it's about priorities. It is. And if you're younger, you can plan for it. Absolutely. And so the younger, because I don't know about you guys, but the, my doctor never told me about That's this. That's crazy, Riddell. And I, how are you supposed to know? I know. Why are not OBGYN yeah. speaking up? This right. is something that should be when you're getting your birth control for the next year. Yes. Hey, are you thought about family planning? Do you know what your fertility is? Like, Have you ever been tested for right. AMH levels? Yeah, late 20s, kind of like getting vaccines. There's certain ages in your life you get a certain vaccine. There should be a certain designated age that when a woman goes in for her annual OBGYN appointment, pap smear, the whole nine, they are required by, you know, uh, by, I don't know if it's like HIPAA or something, like the medical community to have a sit-down discussion with the woman, even if she's not looking to go for the fertility, just to make sure she's educated about it. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't have to have a baby are. now, but maybe we will want one in the future. And right. I think also, too, the reason this is becoming such a hot topic now, because it really got some backlash, like, in a couple years ago, like mm-hmm. four or five years ago, is it look at women being so successful in our careers. Um, we're not doing the traditional job roles. And we're dating has changed. Kara, that's your topic. That's we're going to have special. lots of good stories on Kara's excellent escapades dating. Excellent you see what I just did? Adventures. Yeah. <laughs> adventures. Oh, my God. So adventures we were setting up. We were setting up, and literally she was Tindering. Or, oh, no, I'm sorry, J-dating. I was J-swiping. Shout J-swiping. Out, shout out yes. to my tribe members. I was bumbling. There's a new thing called the League. Don't don't feel discouraged. It takes a long time to get approved. A lot of hot smart guys Amanda. in there. Amanda started the league, and she's an egg freezer too. So she's in our egg club. So we'll have to get her on the show. Yeah, let's talk to her. There was another app that you were trying though, not dating. Just a baby. Yes. Just a baby oh, from Australia, right. which is yes. new. I'm still doing yes. that. Yeah, it's it's basically set up the same as all the apps. It's people looking to co-parent or not co-parent, donate eggs, donate sperm. People that or are like you don't womb. have to pay me anything i want to help people conceive mm-hmm. so um there's not a ton of users on there but definitely download it um, the app just a baby mm-hmm. and uh yeah i've spoken to guys a lot of the guys do live in australia and i'm right near washington dc so as you can hot, see though. yeah dude i'm never gonna take oh, them i was out like of my, i was take like them out of my bed do you know the Hemsworth brothers or what yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you have a sibling right i had um an uh, australian guy stay with me one time when i did airbnb and was a host God, he was so much fun. I was kind of like tempted, like, ooh, maybe there's a connection here. But then I was like, no, 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 I'm like the employer, right? You yeah, can't, right. you can't, can't get, you get shit where you eat. You <laughs> can't. Even but, when you want that kangaroo pouch, possibly not. <laughs> too That's funny. Awesome. Okay, you so you want to talk about the sharing? Yeah, Airbnb, right? And yeah, like the sharing community, well, and that how. Yeah, you right. know, it's just such a changed 
environment. Like, look how much we use our phones. Look what our phones are good for. Look at our social medias these days, how we can connect so much easier and really feel like we know each other. Like, look, we feel like we knew each other before we even started hanging out personally. And then we realized, wow, we have a really deep connection on multiple levels here. Um, and so, you know, I just think that the sharing economy has is, is really changed the game of, like, Riddell and I, you know, we, we're very entrepreneurish. Yes. We have day jobs, but it's not like we don't want to create something for maybe our future life of being a mom. I may not want that traditional job, right. and I want that remote office and still have a career. I don't want to, I don't want to be just a mom. I know, I know. And that, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's just some people that... I want my identity. That's right. And it just, it like fuels my passion and I love to feel productive. I just like knowing I'm working on a project and crossing things off a to-do list. There's something euphoric about that. There's nothing wrong with that. There is getting trash talked. Yes. That like, oh my God, you're a career woman. Like that's bullshit. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. Women are the best multitaskers in this planet. The future is female. That's yes. right, Kara. You're so good at those I'm just hashtags. Here, just in here, just like <laughs> she's on it. <laughs> How do you want to be a mom someday, Kara? Um, it's interesting my view on it. Um, as far as work goes, I had my dream job out of the box. Big shout outs to Universal Music Group, Universal Records, Universal Motown in my 20s. So I've been fulfilled in that category of having that dream job. I got it first after college. Um, but I do enjoy working. I do enjoy sales. If I have the option to be a stay-at-home mom, I would love that. But at the same time, um, that's not very common anymore. And I obviously live in a big city where it's very expensive to be a stay-at-home mom. I wouldn't want to, you know, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom, but we can never go on vacation anywhere and you can't go shopping because well, everything's our so tight. Power is exactly. So, so it's I have no problem being a working mom. Uh, if I had the option to stay home, I'd love it. If not, I'm all about working. Kids, you know, I'm a big on daycare. I'm not against nanny. I'm big on daycare. Um, you don't like nannies? I do like nannies. I like the daycare environment where the kids just socializing with a lot more what kids. What about all the, oh, like, true. and the daycare can't call out sick. sick. Daycare can't call out oh, sick. Oh, true. The nanny can call out sick mm-hmm. if the kid's sick, obviously. But they're both amazing. Au pairs, nannies, daycare, all of them are great avenues. My personal choice would be daycare. But yeah, um, I'm open to be a working mom or a non-working mom. Obviously, if I'm going to go the path alone, it'll be working. If it's shared, we'll have to see what it's like. But mm-hmm. So I actually yeah. started out as a nanny. I was in between college and grad school, and I had just moved to Chicago. I didn't know a single person. This is like back in 2003, 2004, the beginning of 2004. And I didn't know a single person. I moved there in the, it, I moved there in the wintertime, so it was like the worst time to try to like meet people or you know, really get a foundation. And so I started off as a nanny. So I don't know. I kind of like nannies because then they're in your home. Like I do this with my dog sitting, right? So I have somebody come to my house and my dog stays in her environment the entire time. I don't know. What do you do with your dog? It's kind of like a precursor to a kid. I think it depends on the kid. Uh, In this case, the dog. Because (laughs) we have have two dogs. One's a Frenchie and he's just a maniac. So we take him to Woof's right here in Arlington, which I know is a well-known place. He goes bonkers. But then my dog is a mixture of Chihuahua, Dachshund, way more like shy and likes his own time. He would not do well in daycare. So I take him usually to my sister's house because he's familiar mm-hmm. with it. So I don't know. He doesn't maybe, misbehave there. Well, he doesn't misbehave at all. Like he's, oh, he's like very... the perfect little doggy, Aww. but he doesn't, if he gets overstimulated, he's overwhelmed easily. So he wouldn't work at daycare. So I also think it, it could be based on either the child or the dog or 
you know, many priorities. Kara, so. you're, you're dogless, but you're I'm parents. dogless, but um, I'm a dog fan. I'm one of those people that pets every dog that passes and, like, squishes my face in theirs. And, uh, yeah, uh, neighbors of my parents, uh, the Kimmelmans, have this adorable cabochon named Bella. I want to be back there. I helped raise her. So I'm kind of the cool babysitter in her eyes. Okay, so Bella's the important dog in your life. And Bella, then what are your, what are your Frank two dogs? and Carson. Frank and Carson. And they have an Instagram page, they don't do. they? Frank underscore meatball. Follow it. Love. I yeah. love Instagram for dogs. I need to start Izzy an account. Yeah, you do. Izzy's adorable. Izzy's, Izzy's a four-pound four Yorkie. She's actually eight, and everybody thinks that she's much younger because she's so small. But it's just she genetics. Her age. It's she genetics. Her age. Yeah, exactly. So um, let's just make sure that we tell everybody uh, that's listening to the podcast why they want to join the Eggology group to start with and what's upcoming this season. So we're going to cover a lot of hot topics in the world of fertility, but I do think that we're going to have a lot of really good speakers on here, right? Yeah. I mean... Kara, you're in charge of the guest list. How's it going? It's getting real hot. So if you're looking to be featured on our show, you want to reach out sooner than later. So you can give us a call at 978-EGG-CLUB, which is 978-344-2582. You could send us an email at Eggology Club, which I'm going to spell once, E-G-G-O-L-O-G-Y-C-L-U-B at gmail.com. Facebook, be sure to join our group. Um, that is a request Club. required. It is a re- request yeah, required. We, we do kind of manage that to make sure Correct. that it's a safe space. That's right. No spam, anything. Um, Twitter, um, you can tag us at Eggology Club. Instagram, you can follow us at, at Eggology Club. And then, of course, our website is eggologyclub.com. Right. So we got lucky. All of our handles are Eggology Club across the board on every platform. Thanks, Valerie. So. I think you snagged all that. Whew, yeah. I, yeah. It was hard work, yeah. but I got it done. But the domain diva. Absolutely. So I do think like what we're going to hear from are really good doctors in yep. the industry, right? And nurses. And nurses. And specialists in the fertility specialists field. Specialists in fertility. So you don't have to take our word for it. That's right. So it's not just going to be our stories I mean, and our views. We are experts, but... We are experts. <laughs> I like that. We're very big on pun intended. And there's some really cool new startups out there yeah. that are focusing on fertility Some of them awareness. just launched like really recently. Oh, Alright, so I think you can subscribe to our podcast, Yep, right? we're going to be on iTunes um, and some of the major podcasts. We're also going to have a SoundCloud and you can hear our, our podcast through our website as well, ecologyclub.com. Oh. Also, we're going to focus on egg freezing, obviously because we're, we're experts. We're, experts. we're experts in that. <laughs> and um, we're going to talk about even embryos and a little bit of guy stuff because I think we can't forget about the male factor dudes they're there they are important yeah, I do they are the other half. This isn't to be, yeah, like we're not a women male bashing. That's right. We we're are equal opportunity. Yes, we yeah. just think that the conversation around Starts fertility and egg, with egg, female. Yes, egg freezing is is sort of our responsibility. Absolutely, so, especially because we're so knowledgeable. It's our job to pass it on and help not only our friend group but a wired audience in the world or whoever's listening that's what's so great about podcasts you guys i'm a podcast junkie yes and this, this is, is open to everyone male female all ages yes we're not everyone we're just here to talk about the new norm and then age factors and how to get tested i think yes. that's you know it's great to know this information but how do you get started and how do you find some place in your city your state your location your country so we want to help with that process. So that's why you should listen. This is history in the making. That's we right. really appreciate you guys subscribing and listening to us today. That's right. So you can find us on eggologyclub.com. Email us at eggologyclub at gmail. Phone is 978-EGG-CLUB. 
or Twitter, Facebook, group, Instagram, all Ecology Club. I do want to say one more thing about the phone number. We're going to take live calls, right? Absolutely. So yeah. I, 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 I mean, answer. do you see all this high-tech gear? We're Seriously. using it. We didn't buy it for nothing. Come That's on. right. We look like right. a mix of a DJ booth and a call in airplanes currently. <laughs> and and Gina Jackson Rhythm Nation headphones. All right, ladies. Valerie signing off. Kegver signing off. Raydell out. See you next time. Thanks for listening to episode one, titled Testing 123. Coming up in future episodes this season of the Eggology Club podcast, you'll hear from fertility experts, unique journeys to motherhood, and learn about fertility education you were never taught in school. Together, we will discover tips and tricks on how to make the right family choices for yourself and uncover how to navigate through the fertility system like a pro. Be sure to tune in next week for a deeper look into why Raydell, Valerie, and Kara personally decided to freeze their eggs and the reasons behind their choices. Today's episode of Eggology Club was written and co-hosted by Raydell Peichler, Valerie Landis, and Kara Egber. The show was produced and mixed by Shannon Holly. Caricature artwork by Peter Scott. Logo and cover art by Lily Chen. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, leave a rating, and contact us at eggologyclub.com. Do you love red wine and coffee, but you care about keeping your teeth white? Then you need to be a diva. A Vino Diva. Vino Diva is a usable wine aeration straw. It aerates your wine with every sip to make it taste incredible. And it protects your smile from red wine and coffee stains. Search Vino Diva on Amazon today. Every woman has the little black dress. Now, every woman needs the little black straw. Vino Diva.